All right, y'all. So this week we are supposed to be dark, but instead of having two dark weeks in a row, we wanted to do uh, something a little different for you guys. So what we've done is we are going to give y'all a preview of a Patreon episode and see if you guys like it. That way it's not completely dark and y'all just don't hear from us. Um, but we will be back next week with an all new episode. So bear in mind that our Patreon episodes are a little bit bluer than our main channel episodes. We may say some words or make some jokes that you wouldn't want your kids to listen to. So if you don't want to hear stuff like that, don't listen to this. If you don't want your kids to hear stuff like that, don't listen to this one. It's not bad, but it's a little bit different than we do on our main episode because these are Patreon episodes and they are for people who pay for them. So they're a little bit different, but hope you guys enjoy it. And we will see y'all next week with an all new episode. again with another patreon episode matt how you doing tonight man i am i'm all right yeah you all right <laughs> uh, I, I know the feeling i know the feeling i uh i'm a little uh bummed myself because i feel like i have wasted two years of training i've been training for two years and just tonight i found out that cockfighting is with roosters <laughs> how you been doing it i um <laughs> I don't want to know. No. Yeah. Let's not get into that. Let's just say I'm really good at it, but now I've got nothing to do with it. So I thought I was going to have a new career. But. All right. So tonight uh, on our Patreon episode, we are going to talk about Terrare. And Matt told me he's never heard of Terrare. Yeah. Matt said, what's that? Yeah. Is that a type of food? Um but we're going to talk about Terrare because I think Matt and all of y'all will really enjoy this. Um, so Terrare is a guy that was born in 1772 in France. And in the 1790s, he was, he, he was a soldier in the French Revolutionary Army. Um, and they say he had an almost inhuman appetite. Now, the army had quadrupled his rations, but even after downing enough food to feed the four men that they gave him food for, he would still scavenge through the refuse piles. He would guzzle down every discarded shred of waste that anybody threw away. Man, so this, I, I knew I knew somebody like this before. Yeah, and it but, wasn't me. Yeah, well, they probably had a chemical that was causing them <laughs> to eat like that. <laughs> um, but they, this guy just had this like crazy, crazy appetite. So he is who we're going to be talking about. Tonight. Okay. And I, I, like I said, you'll enjoy this. So one of the strangest parts about all this is that he always looked as though he was starving. 
He barely weighed 100 pounds, and he seemed constantly tired and distracted. He was showing pretty much every sign of undernourishment, except, of course, that he was eating all that He was eating everything he could see. Exactly. So, you know, there must have been a few people who he, you know, was in the army with that really just wanted to get rid of him because he not only burned through all of the army's rations, but they say that he stunk profusely, that he just like excreted some horrendous odor. So well, yeah, there's no telling what else he was eating. Exactly. If he couldn't find food, he'd just, who knows? Eat whatever. Right. I mean, if you're eating a pile of dookie, you're going to smell like dookie. <laughs> you know. So if you're eating a pile of dookie, you're in like second grade. Yeah. Or right. Something, you know, dookie. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, it's the first word that came to my mind, and I was trying to be clean. You know? <laughs> so uh, there were these two military surgeons, though, Dr. Corville and Baron Percy, that kind of fell in fascination with Terrere, so they kept him around. Um, you know, they... they <laughs> He's like Mikey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else will he eat? So they wanted to know who could have a, quote, wheelbarrow portion of food poured down his throat and still stay hungry. So Terrer's weird appetite had apparently been with him his whole life. It was insatiable, so much so that when he was a teenager, his parents were unable to afford to feed him. So they kicked him out of the house. God. So... He then ended up making his own way as a traveling showman. Uh, He fell in with a band of prostitutes and thieves who would tour France, and they'd put on acts uh, where they picked the audience's pockets as they were performing the acts, much like what happens in downtown New Orleans. Mm -hmm. I've I've had that happen to friends of mine. They go down there, they're watching a street act, and somebody picks their pocket. So be careful. Keep your wallet in your front pocket in New Orleans. Just a little NOLA traveling tip from Adam. <laughs> it's good advice. It is. I mean, I uh, had, you know, friends who lived down there, and they're the ones that told me that, you know, that get your pocket picked. So not a good thing. But these uh, prostitutes and thieves would do it with Terrer. Get so. a wallet on a chain. Right. Exactly. Um, but Terrer ended up being one of their star attractions, known as the incredible man who could eat anything. Now, he would swallow buckets of apples. He would swallow corks, stones, and live animals whole, all to the enjoyment of the crowd. So, a quote, according to those who saw his act, he seized a live cat with his teeth, disemboweled it, sucked its blood, and ate it, leaving the bare skeleton only. He also ate dogs in the same manner. Raw. Raw. Live. On one occasion, it was said that he swallowed a living eel without chewing it. Yeah, that's going to make me gag. <laughs> yeah. So this guy is that. eating live, raw animals. Cats, dogs, live eels, all that. So Terrer's reputation preceded him pretty much everywhere he went. These people knew about him. And it's said that even in the animal kingdom... They knew who he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Terrer come to your house and the fish stop swimming. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Baron Percy actually mused in some of his notes. He said the dogs and cats fled in terror at his aspect as if they had anticipated the kind of fate he was preparing for them. So, I mean, if you eat enough dogs in front of a dog, that dog's going to run away. (laughs) That's right. You know, even good-natured Dallas over here is going to run away if you start eating dogs in front of him. So, uh, Terrer baffled the surgeons that he came in contact with. At age 17, he weighed just 100 pounds. And although he ate live animals and trash, he seemed to be sane. He was seemingly just a young man with an inexplicable, insatiable appetite. So his body, as you might imagine, wasn't a very pretty sight. His skin had to stretch to incredible degrees to fit all the food he shoved down his throat. When he ate, he would blow up like a balloon in the stomach region. Shortly after, though, he would step into the bathroom release nearly everything and quote, leaving behind a mess that surgeons described as fetid beyond all conception. Now, wait now. So would he, would he throw it up? No, it's coming out of your butthole. He digested it. Yep. So it was running through his system real quick. Oh, so he would eat these live cats and then, shit out a cat burger later so he's a goose yeah right (laughs) human goose and going in one end as it's coming out the other end i'm telling you you know you can you can tie a piece of corn on a string and you can get a goose to eat it and within just i mean less than a minute it'll poop it out and then another goose will come and eat it and then it'll do the same thing and another goose will eat it so you could have like Three goose on a string. <laughs> so you've got goosepede? Yeah, just lead them right. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> We're gonna- I, I'm really honest. I've, I've been telling that story for years, and I don't know if it's true or not. Well, Somebody told me that a long time ago. Now we're going to get calls from PETA, thanks to you. Well, I'm not saying I do it. <laughs> I don't know that it works. Just saying. It's <laughs> You, I, 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 look, you know, the geese around here are mean as hell. So, I mean, if you could get close enough to one yeah, with no a piece kidding. of corn on a string, no I doubt you're going to be able to control three of them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that a goose around here would whip your ass before you... <laughs> yes. It, it would steal your wallet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, they say that uh, when Terrer's stomach was empty, his skin would sag down like so deeply that you could tie the hanging folds of skin around his waist like a belt. Oh my God. So his cheeks would droop down like elephant's ears. So it, he just had this really elastic. I'm trying to pull my cheek down. Say, you ought to see what he, Adam's trying to do. I'm trying to pull my cheek down. It's not working, but it's just hurting. So I'll stop doing that. So they said these hanging folds of skin were part of the secret of how he could fit so much food into his mouth. His skin would stretch out like a rubber band, letting him stuff whole bushels of food inside of his massive cheeks. Now, mass consumption of such quantities of food created an awful smell. Yeah. You know, you would think. Now, as doctors worded it in his medical records, Quote, he often stank to such a degree that he could not be endured within the distance of 20 paces. 
So if that's in your medical record, yeah. you got problems. You stink. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, doctors <laughs> don't normally put stuff like that in medical records unless it's like bad. Yeah, he he would be the person that that <clears throat> prescription strength deodorant is for. Yeah, right. <laughs> and pres- and there was no such thing. In- <laughs> no, full body deodorant though. <laughs> he was he was needing somebody to invent Axe body spray. Like right now, right? <laughs> I'm, if they, if it had been, it would have been called Terrare. <laughs> Smelling of Terrare. <laughs> it's enough to cover up the stank from this guy. Yeah. Oh, de Terrare. Yeah. I think that could work. We're going to do that now. <laughs> Go to graveyardpodcast.com slash store for your Oh, de Terrare. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could think you could walk into like, you know, Macy's or you know, a store and look at and see perfume and, and see, you know, Terrare, you know, yeah, by it, Prince Machabelli. You know? it, it, <laughs> like, got, oh, yeah, Terrare. I love it. Yeah, it's got some Hollywood starlet that's, you know, <laughs> winds blowing and she's <clears throat> squirting herself with the Terrare. <laughs> Like, man, this smells like ass. Yeah. Yes, it's Terrare. Yeah, why Why does this smell like a cat shit? Well, <laughs> that's what we made it out of. So they say the smell was always on him. That horrid stench that seeped off of his body. His body was hot to the touch, so hot so that the man dripped a constant sweat that stunk like sewer water. I'm picturing in my head like a human cheeseburger. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, just like but stuff just dripping. But like a saggy, a saggy cheeseburger. A saggy cheeseburger. One that you overcooked and yeah. it's just like falling apart. The worst Big Mac ever. <laughs> yeah. That, that just made it worse. I know this story and that just made Thousand it worse. Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rancid Thousand Island dressing. So by the time the doctors found him, Terrare had given up on his life as this sideshow performer in order to fight for France's liberty. But France didn't want him. He was pulled off the front lines and sent into a surgeon's room uh, where Baron Percy and Dr. Corville ran test after test on him, trying to understand, you know, what they considered to be this medical marvel. One man, though, believed that Terrare could help his countrymen. General Alexandre de Beharnais. That's as close as I'm getting. Yeah, that's it. I'm, uh, I'm good with it. Let's roll. France was now at war with Prussia, and the general was convinced that Terrer's strange condition made him a perfect courier. So the general ran an experiment. He put a document inside of a wooden box, had Terrer eat it, and then waited for it to pass through his body. Then he had some unfortunate soldier clean through Terrare's crap and fish out this box to see if the document could still be read. So that's literally being on the general shit list. If you've got, a, <laughs> if, if this is what you have to do, so he's got to dig through Terrare's mess. Oh God! Get this box out and then read it. See if yeah. you can still yeah, read it. Yeah. So it worked. So Terrer was given his first mission. He was disguised as a Prussian peasant, and he was to sneak past enemy lines to deliver a top-secret message to a captured French colonel. 
The message would be hidden inside of a box safely enclosed inside of his stomach, which for all intents and purposes, I'll call it his poop bag. Mm-hmm. So Terrer didn't get far, though. They probably they should have expected that a man with sagging skin and a putrid stench that could be smelled for miles, apparently, would attract attention instantly. And as this supposed Prussian peasant couldn't speak German, it didn't really take long for them to figure <laughs> out that he was a French spy. This was not a well-thought-out plan. No, it was not. So he stunk. He was all saggy. He was probably pooping the whole time he was walking. Just like step, poop, step, poop. And he's walking in, and he's eating everything in sight. Yep. Yep. Ooh, piece of candy. They're like, Ooh, piece is, of candy. Who is this guy? Yeah, right? You know. Yeah. Well, he stinks. Yeah. So. He's not one of us. <laughs> so he was stripped, searched, whipped, and tortured for the better part of a day before he gave up what was going on. Now, in time, Terrer broke and told the Prussians about the secret that was hidden inside of his poop bag. So they chained him to a latrine and waited. For hours, Terrer had to sit there, and he, he struggled with the knowledge that he'd let down his countrymen while he waited for his bowels to move. Man, with no iPhone, that is torture. Right? <laughs> So there's one story that goes that when he did finally release his bowels, he ate it again. Oh, my God. As to keep from letting the Prussians find Ugh. what was in the box. So apparently. Well, they are, they're, they're stupid. They already know. And they already chained you to a toilet. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to keep them from getting it. So either that or he was really so now, hungry. Now you're just now your legs are going to completely waste away because you got to they're going to chain you back to the toilet. Wait. Yep. Yep. So when he finally passed it and they were able to get it from him before he shoved it back in his pie hole, um, all the Prussian general found inside the box was a note that asked the recipient to let them know if Terrer had delivered it successfully. <laughs> So it turned out that the general actually still didn't trust Terrer. So he didn't send him with real information. This whole thing had just been a test. So Terrer ate his own shit for no reason. Other than maybe he was hungry. Is is there a reason to ever do that? <laughs> Not that I can think of. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, it's no reason. As we've talked before, doo-doo is my kryptonite. So I couldn't, even my own doo-doo, I can't do that. You know, smell a little doo-doo, I'm gagging. So the Prussian general was so furious that he ordered Terrer to be hung. But he ended up calming down and he felt a little pity for, for this, quote, flabby man openly sobbing on his gallows. So he had a change of heart and he let Terrer go back to the French lines, but he warned him with a quick thrashing to never try that again. So once Terrer got safely back to France, he begged the army never to make him deliver another secret pa package. He didn't want to be this way anymore, he told them, and he pleaded with Baron Percy to make him like everyone else, which, I mean, after so many years of being that way, you're probably getting ridiculed for it 
No, I'm sure. Everybody. You, did, you got thrown out of your own house. Yeah. So, I mean. Your parents didn't want you. The French <laughs> army doesn't want you. The Prussians didn't even want to kill you. That's right. That's, that's they, they felt so bad they couldn't even hang you. Right. So Baron Percy tried his best. He fed Terrer wine vinegar, tobacco pills, laudanum, and every medicine he could imagine in the hopes of quenching this appetite. But Terrer stayed the same, no matter what. If anything, he got hungrier after all the, all the medicines. So no amount of food at this point would satisfy him. He just insatiable appetite, like constantly eating. So Terrer sought out other meals in probably the worst possible places. During one desperate fit of hunger, he was caught drinking the blood that had been removed from the hospital's patients and eating some of the bodies in the morgue. Let that sink in for a minute. It, just, it only gets worse. It, it just gets worse. Because once a 14-month-old baby disappeared. So they just assumed that Terrer was behind it. As, as you might, if well, you, if you mean, catch yeah. this dude drinking blood and eating morgue bodies. I mean, you're going to think old Terrer done ate your baby. <laughs> you know. Get in my belly. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so so Baron, Baron Percy, no pun intended, got fed up with this. So he ended up chasing Terrer out, forcing him to fend for himself from then on. And he tried to erase the whole affair from his mind. Well, four years later, Baron Percy received word that Terrer had turned up in a hospital in Versailles. Now, the man who could eat anything was dying. So this would be his last chance to see the medical anomaly alive. So Baron Percy was with Terrer when he died of tuberculosis in 1798. Now, for all the horrible smells that had drifted out of Terrer while he was alive, nothing apparently compared to the stench that poured out of him when he died. So dude smells like death when he's alive. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> what he smells like now? Yeah. Just god awful. So the doctors with him struggled to breathe through the noxious odors that filled every inch of the room. The description of the autopsy is pretty disgusting. So, quote, the entrails were putrefied, confounded together, and immersed in pus. The liver was excessively large, void of consistence, and in the putrescent state, the gallbladder was of considerable magnitude. The stomach in a lax state and having ulcerated patches dispersed about it covered almost the whole of the abdominal region. Now his stomach, they found, was so massive that it very nearly filled his entire abdominal cavity. His gullet, likewise, was unusually wide and his jaw could stretch so wide open that as the reports put it, a cylinder of a foot in circumference could be introduced without touching the palate. So this dude had a big old mouth. Oh, my God. So a 12-inch cylinder could fit down his throat, basically. 
So that's why he could eat dogs, you know, just swallow a dog, you know. <laughs> it's going to be a new saying of mine. <laughs> just swallow a dog. Just swallow a dog, you know, when you're fed up with everything yeah. and just tired of it, you're like, well, just go swallow a dog, boy, you know. <laughs> They'll be like, what? Yeah. Why don't you go swallow a dog? So anyway, they could have learned more about Terrera's strain condition, maybe. But the stench became so overpowering that even Baron Percy gave up. The doctors stopped the autopsy midway through, unable to bear another second more of his smell. They learned one thing, though. Terrera's condition wasn't in his mind. Every strange thing he'd done had started with a genuine, constant biological need to eat. The poor man's every experience had been dictated by the strange body he'd been born with, one that cursed him to a life of eternal hunger. So, Matt, I ask you, in your medical knowledge, what in the world could that have been? Well, you know, I'm thinking... When when we first started, I'm thinking tapeworm, that he's gonna he's gonna die and have the you know a tapeworm the size of an anaconda, right? Eighteen foot tapeworm, him, you know. But then when you when you said he started eating all this just random stuff, that's not it, right? So that may makes me think of a uh, there there is a condition known as pica. Yes, yes, you know which. We may have mentioned on the show before in passing, but, you know, it just. I don't think, I think you and I have just talked about it. I don't know if it's recorded. And I don't, I don't know a lot. I know, I, I think, I think my sister did a paper on it when she was in college or something. But, you know, essentially it, it's, it's not a hunger necessarily. It's that desire to eat things that aren't food. Right. Well, he ate things that were food. He just ate everything else too. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't a psychological condition, then I don't really know what was causing that. I mean, hunger, it really is, is a conscious thing. You know, you, you, you learn to become hungry. Sure. You can unlearn hunger too. Right. That's why, um, I had a conversation with a, with a guy who, he was a minister and he had been on like a 21 day fast. And I, mean, I couldn't do and that. I mean, he ate nothing. He drank water, Jeez. ate nothing. And, you know, and his, his whole concept of it was, listen, you know, hunger is, you know, like an emotion, you know, it just, you can, you can unlearn being hungry. You, you, you can, you know, meditate, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, distract yourself from being hungry, and after the first few days, you you're not hungry anymore. You know you you don't get that urge. You, I mean, you may want to eat, right? But um, you know, you're not really like I'm. I'm really hungry, dying of hunger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I could eat anything right now. Um, an interesting a, interesting dog. aside to that. Um. He was uh this particular guy I'm talking about. He was uh he was a he he spoke Spanish fluently and he he's from California. And so being a pastor and being able to speak Spanish, 
<clears throat> you know, was was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. And he was working, you know, doing some type of job where there were a lot of uh, a lot of folks from Mexico there. And they found out he was a pastor and they wanted him to, you know, to have church. Sure. And so speaking Spanish, he was able to do that. And, you know, he did that for a while and then they they wanted him to celebrate with them. So they were going to have a feast. So this man broke his fast on roasted goat. Now, you go 21 days without eating. That's probably the most succulent thing you've ever put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and then... Because roasted goat's probably not that bad normally, but if you're that freaking hungry, you'd eat roasted toad. Right. So... I mean, in in the U.S., you know, thinking about eating roasted goat sounds like, oh, my God. But to the rest of the world, it's normal. It's normal. Yeah. I mean, you got to think there are countries that look at us and think we're lunatics for eating cows. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's not it's not absurd. And half of what we eat, other countries wouldn't put in their mouths. (laughs) But he said but he said that eating roasted goat as his first meal after a 21 day fast. It turned him into a root beer dispenser, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can see that because once you once you reintroduce food after that long. You got you to gotta go slow. Yeah, you, you know, can't better, just. Better get that baked potato, son, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Saltines and like chicken broth, you know. Yeah. Go uh-huh. slow. <laughs> yeah, so that. So, you know, that's, I mean, that. That don't really explain anything other than it's funny, but I don't, I can't, I can't even, I can't even begin to imagine because I've never heard a story quite like that before, even medically, mm-hmm. you know, for them to say, oh, well, he must have had this condition, which sure. we identified in, you know, 1930. Sure. You know, I've, I've not ever heard of a condition that would just make you hungry right. all the From time. From my understanding. This is the only case of a human being that way since we've recorded history. Maybe pre-written history, you know, that that ancient humans maybe had ran into that. Yeah. But this was in the 1700s, late 1700s, early 1800s, and we've never come across it again. So... It had to have been one of those weird biological anomalies mm-hmm. because if you, you know, the size of his stomach, you can stretch your stomach, but you probably couldn't stretch it to that point because biologically you would throw up right before, you know, packing that much into your stomach. It wouldn't stretch that much to fill up most of your abdominal cavity. Yeah. And then just his what they called his gullet, his throat area, esophageal area, was ginormous. So he could swallow things whole. So there was some, probably a cascade of medical issues that happened to cause that. Now, now these guys or gals, I've, I've seen them both, that enter these eating contests, you know, they train to do exactly that. You know, to widen their esophagus, you know, to stretch their stomach. But here's the thing about the human body. 
it will go back. Right. Unless you continue. Right. The elasticity you know, of your. So, you know, that these folks are getting ready to eat, you know, 250 crystals. Then, you know, they're they have to train before that to get ready mm-hmm. so that they so that they don't throw up while they're right. trying to eat it. Right. Which if if I see eating contest on TV, I'm like, quick, change the channel fast, because if I see this, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. But it is not a pretty sight. No, to watch people do that. Oh, no, and I can't imagine why anybody would want to do it, much less watch it. I saw just cutting in real quick. I, I saw a clip of somebody, some guy slamming down bacon in an eating contest. So he's balling it up and just hacking off pieces of it, whatever. And the announcer goes, oh, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, you are a weird son of a bitch. That's not. No. <laughs> Massacre. The most beautiful thing you've ever well, seen. Just watch this guy to shovel bacon. Uh, uh, you know? uh. So, yeah. So you, you, you stretch your stomach to the point where you can actually do this. But as soon as you stop training, it goes back. Right. But he never stopped, so his stomach was just going to continue to stretch. Mm-hmm. But then, to add on to that, there is a putrefaction right after death. It's not like he had been dead a while, so the putrefaction set in. Right after death, he had ulcerated stomach, mm-hmm. you know, putrefaction happening in his intestines. And don't know if that was from what he ate that it was causing that. Like, if you're eating morgue bodies and drinking blood eating live cats and you know could that cause an intestinal parasite that would eat away and putrefy your intestines or you know know, to be honest i i'm i would have i'm amazed that he lived as long as he did yeah that he even you know doing this that he was able to live into adulthood and be be healthy enough to even for anybody to even think he could be in the army. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, I mean, they said he looked like death, but he was still functioning. I mean, some of, I mean, if if he ate dogs and cats and I'm sure birds and all kinds of other, you know, I mean, you said an eel too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those things are are food. Yep, they're meat. But you know, with the with the few exceptions, humans can't eat all those raw animals. Right. They have parasites. There's parasites and there's bacteria and there's, there's things that are, you know, fatal in some cases Mm -hmm. to human beings. So there's no telling in, in the 1700s, everything he managed to eat, especially Mm -hmm. if he was scavenging. Sure. I mean, if he was eating, you know, garbage, how, how much disease and bacteria and, that he bubonic put plague into his body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, I guarantee he ate rats. Oh yeah. You know, if he I could did, catch how it, did he not come up with some disease. I mean, tuberculosis killed him. Yeah. Well, you don't get tuberculosis from eating a sewer rat. No, no, you no. Know? So, I mean, it's, I'm wondering how much longer would this guy have lived? Sure. You know, yeah. If, if he didn't get sick with something else. Yeah. How, how long would his intestines and, and stomach and everything have made it? Cause it sounded like it uh, wasn't much longer Yeah. from the description. You know, in, in, in the years I've, I've done the job that I do, I, I have, I have come across some, some very strange things. I, I did, I, I did come across a patient who had a, a disorder that caused him to want to drink all the time. 
And I mean, anything, you know, it didn't matter what it was. If, if it was a liquid, he would drink it. And, you know, it, it was to the point he, he, if he could get a, if he could get his hands on a gallon of milk, he would drink it all in one sitting. Wow. And I don't mean like slowly. I mean, he would turn it up and, and drink it to the point where he would throw up. Wow. And then keep drinking. But see, he threw up. He threw up. So his his stomach eventually said enough. Yep. And said this is going back. But then you know his mind was telling him to keep on. Yeah. You know so, you know, around this guy, you know, refrigerators had to be locked. You couldn't leave like, um, like a patient tray on a on a cart that had leftover beverage on it because he would get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it was. It was strange, and I'm I'm not sure. It, but his his problem was, it was a psychological issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't born this way. You know, this is something that that happened to this guy, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it, it was strange, um, but very unfortunate because he really he had no control over it at all. Right. You know, it was something something in his mind was telling him, drink it, drink it. It's motor oil. It doesn't matter. Drink it. And, you know, so he, he was, he was out of control. This guy had control according to what we're, we're reading. So. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhat control. He, you know, ended up. He couldn't control the hunger. Right. I mean, he right. could control how he satisfied it. Right. What he ate. Yeah. yeah. And I, man, I heard about this case several years back and, you know, just in passing and it fascinated me. So. When I got the opportunity to share it here in this forum, I thought I would because it gave me an opportunity to research it a little more. Um, and it's just, it's baffling, you know, it, it really has baffled me. I don't, I, I can speculate about a lot of things, but I can't speculate as to what's wrong with this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally bizarre, but we hope that all of y'all enjoyed this and uh, Matt didn't give us any um, explanations like I hoped he would. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I would know what this was. Yeah. And you'd like, Oh, that's, you know, I should have known better. I shouldn't. (laughs) No, not even, not even close. I've never heard of anything like this. But if any of any of y'all have any more details on this that maybe we didn't cover, let us know, Um, hit us up. You know, either comment on this episode or you can send us a note or an email or something like that. Um, So, yeah, that's it for this Patreon. And we will see you all again pretty shortly. That's right. And thank you, everybody, uh, for donating to the show. It's it's really means a lot and it keeps us going. So uh, we're going to keep putting out this kind of stuff. And we we hope that these funny offhand topics are uh, you know that are way out of what yeah. we would normally cover <laughs> right are are enjoyable and if there's anything like this you know for all the patreon members that are you know slightly askew that maybe adam and i haven't come across that you think uh, you know would make a cool patreon topic for yeah, us yeah you know you know drop us a line let us know um, send us we'll, an email we'll with a link into, or something. Yeah, you know? we'll we'll look into it and and uh, see if it's something that we can put out 
on uh, on a Patreon yeah, episode. So. That would be fun because yeah. you guys probably know a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> I'm sure. And uh, we'd like to hear it. So we will see y'all soon.